Okay, all right. How long gone? Okay, all right. We got this is an emergency episode, Chris. We have to talk about something that is big in our world. Yeah. Do you think AI is going to replace us creatives? What do you? I'm just kidding. It's horses. What's going on, baby? We got to talk. <laughs> uh, I I'm already okay. So let's let's just rewind. Let's rewind. Um, I I was I was told this story by a few industry insiders. Um, on Saturday, as I was going to just like Heaven Festival. And mm-hmm. I did almost have to pull the, the car over on Highland <laughs> um, because it was shocking news. And the excitement and these two gentlemen's giddy voices when they were telling me this was infectious. So yeah. I, 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 I kept it. I kept it to myself. I told you uh, and Carolyn in our trailer and I kind of I didn't forget about it, but I was kind of like, oh, yeah, it's pretty crazy. I mean, I'm sure, it'll, you know, the cut will write some fucking story about it and that'll be kind of it. Mm-hmm. But then yesterday. I received text messages like I had become elected president. <laughs> like the amount of the amount of text messages I received about this and I'm like, guys, I've eaten at this restaurant, you know, whatever, 10, 15 times maybe. Mm-hmm. Like I don't I don't understand what it is, but is it because of this show and I, and us being at the epicenter of Los Angeles dining? Is that what it is, Jason? I think so. Yeah. I mean, people come to us to talk about these types of things, I guess, because we will say bad stuff that that other people <laughs> sure. might not want to say for better or for worse to our possible detriment. Yeah, I mean that's possible. So But you know, we're straight shooters. We we don't have any we don't have a cat in the fight. We don't have a dog in the fight. Yeah, exactly. We don't have a horse in the fight. No, exactly. Um I know some I mean I, I have a few friends that have worked there or currently work there right now. So mm. You know, it is a little touch, touch and go with some of that stuff. I don't want to okay, besmirch anyone, besmirch anyone's good name, and you know, yeah. But I just like you, you when you told me, you know, pre Mother's Day, <laughs> we were so busy just doing a zillion things. I, I literally didn't have time to process. Yeah, yeah. This yummy, yummy matcha tea that was was served to me uh, until like, yeah, literally Sunday. I was at I was at Mother's Day brunch in Orange County with my mommy. And I was like, oh, by the way, I have the tea. And she's like, what does that mean? And I was like, well, you know, horses. And she's like, no. And then I was like, well, hold on to your fucking hat, bitch. And she's like, what's happening? And I was like, yeah, he can't come unless he kills a cat. And she's like, okay, okay, I don't want my cheesecake anymore. Stop. I don't want my vegan cheesecake anymore. Uh, okay, let's. We need to. It's we need, cashew. Probably has more calories than regular. Go ahead, we need sorry. to go back to the. We need to go back to the beginning. So there's an L.A. Times article you guys might have seen. Obviously, that is just that. That's some bullshit. That's what they got from court filings. They're not in the slums like Jason and I. <laughs> They're not getting text messages from insiders, journalists, chefs, etc. Um, <laughs> but so the story is that the the couple. Uh, they, I think they, they did Mimi in New York first, uh, then the horses in, in Los Angeles, and then they were about to open um, something called Froggies uh, in New York. Mimi Froggy. The the chef in question also, I believe, was the, the head chef at the Catbird Seat in Nashville, which was a real mm-hmm. moment in time, uh, if you remember that place. Yeah. De- delicious. That was, that was Bon App bait back in, back in the day. And and Mimi's was good, but they had they did have a bit of a mice problem, right? I've I've heard that. Yeah, I never ate there because it was too quaint for me. But so the the <laughs> what what we're told they're going through a, a bitter divorce. Um, that will the the chef was known as a a sex tourist, which is you know still tourism. I want to be clear, we love to support local um kind of local <laughs> economies, but yeah, just, I mean wanderlust is wanderlust. Ex- exactly, I can't fault him for that. I love discovering the, the beautiful nation of Thailand, and I'm sure the flavors are 
are inspirational as a chef. However, you got to get your Delta miles up. I mean, I'm sure he's <laughs> exactly he's Thai platinum. I've also I've also been told he was doing some kind of really nefarious things in the city of Nashville, um, but I don't have that on great authority. But the the real oh. kicker of this the real kicker of this story and the reason that we're all here today is because um, the w- what we have been told is that a uh, he was caught. Um, masturbating while strangling a cat and yep it's it's obviously i've heard it so many times now that i'm desensitized to it obviously it's twisted mm-hmm. um and there's no doubt about that but <laughs> yeah there's more to it jason well that that's what they say chris there's 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 your side there's my side and then there's the side right <laughs> There's more than one way to skin a cat. The other, the other thing that I'm hearing is that in in New York, yes, there was a history of of um, you know, obviously New York, it's it's a basement culture. Um, lots of prep kitchens are located in basements. It's it's part yeah. of uh, the restaurant I'm business. I grew here. up in the basement of New York. And there's and there's apparently there was a mice problem at the restaurant Mimi. Several cats were purchased uh, to take care of that mice problem. A common fix for a common problem. Yeah, you've seen the Bodega Cats Instagram. It's it's very normal. But I'm hearing that those cats, uh, several of those cats, did end up dead. Yeah. Um. And I you know I don't know. I don't, that could have been from poison. That could have been all kinds of uh, all kinds of stuff. Stuff, but that is that that's the that's the tea um horses has commented on instagram could have eaten a bad oyster it's anything possible you know? I, I mean you know how cats are they'll eat anything eat trash literally <laughs> um so you know he, he uh, he's been apparently he's been estranged from the restaurant since 2022 horses post on instagram today i look if this were first of all if this were dogs this man would be dead in the street. Petey would be in front of the restaurant. <laughs> Nobody actually likes cats that much. That's my main takeaway: is that we like dogs too much. I, I can I can still find a way. But Jason, <laughs> we've we've had a lot of time to digest this. We've talked about it a lot. We've talked about it with several. Oh, different, don't say digest this. Go ahead. We've we've talked to several different players, um, in in the business. The question is, the question is, can Los Angeles hotspot Sunset Boulevard zone horses survive this scandal? And and the resi can continue to boom, or do you think horses folds and H Wood Group bullies our friends and family out of that beautiful space? <laughs> uh, I think all of that hinges on whether or not the Liz, the the female wife of his, who is accusing him of these uh, feline felonies, if <laughs> if all if everything that she has said is true and she is not guilty of anything herself, then I think he can be removed from the business she can carry on yeah it'll be an inspirational story we're supporting survivors of abuse it's gonna be you know the restaurant will do even better all the people that work there can keep their jobs yay unless yeah maybe we're we haven't heard uh we haven't read all the chapters of of this book quite yet and other you know it's very common and also just to say we are we are fully speculating all of this. None of this is real info, and this is all just whatever, so nobody can sue us, etc. But this is this is all hearsay. This is all hearsay. But there is a this is would not be the first time where <laughs> a uh, partnership in business and love ended up not working out exactly how you want it to work out, and mm. you know accusations are thrown at, and, and you know both people could be. It's getting it's not gonna, so innocent. You it's going to get worse uh, before it gets better. Um, kind of how I feel when I'm eating eating that off menu spicy pasta over there, horses. <laughs> um, but the 
the so yeah it's i mean i don't think we've heard all of it yet but i guess this story has really gripped the nation and by the nation i mean you know uh 25 to 40 year old upper middle class uh people that live in new york and la and work on the computer mostly new york but yeah yeah i don't understand i don't i mean obviously i understand it's insane and it's really crazy and kind of twisted but what i'm kind of Mm -hmm. what i'm thinking is i'm waiting for the full circle moment where um we're kind of we're upset about the kink shaming that's going on and that you know i think that like i don't i don't think in 2023 that's really okay jason i think that we live in a sex positive society and for people to be shamed um like this for at least i thought we did exactly so I, i think that's something we need to address and i don't see the media talking about that but the thing that i think is the most interesting about this story um is the fact that like everyone was kind of like alluding to it on Twitter and no one would say anything. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really understand why. And I think everyone was waiting for like the real story to come out. And that still hasn't happened. And by real story, I mean like the the LA Times thing is a fake. Like they had to do something. So they went and got court papers and did like a a newspaper story that's boring. I mean, that's what you have to do when you're, you know, a a paper of record. You can't just throw out a bunch of hearsay. I understand that. But what I'm saying to you, is the, they did as much as they could for now instead of waiting yeah, two weeks yes. to get the full story. But what I'm saying to you is something that's a little less, you know, like something that can play a little more, not hearsay, but, you know, like that can really report it because they actually know people that are involved in this world. Um, I- I'm surprised that something hasn't happened yet. I'm sure they're yeah. working tirelessly around the clock over there at New York Magazine to kind of churn this out because L.A. doesn't have, I don't know what, I mean, L.A. Magazine isn't really going to do this. You know what I'm saying? I don't really know. <laughs> I don't really know who in L.A. is going to is going to take this take this to, to task. Yeah. But I, I do think there will be more t- more to it. And I think that it's, um I mean, it's got all the elements, I guess. It's got like sex stuff. It's a hot spot. You know, the only thing it needs is like a, a celebrity element. Um, but I, I guess that that's just maybe the setting of Los Angeles is enough. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's probably a celebrity investor or something at least. Ken Friedman is a celebrity in my world. That's a good point. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I loved, I, I loved all of his restaurants and also squirrel squirrel. What a yummy restaurant, right? Chris? Well, but this is my point. I, I think that obviously this is worse than some moldy jam. I love squirrel. I go all the time. Um, me too. That was a fake fake news. Uh, but the the <laughs> I think that I think the reality is it, it, most people don't actually care if he's not if he's not involved, which I'm sure he's not, and he probably hasn't been for a year. I totally believe that. Mm-hmm. Then I think that horses will survive. I think they'll gallop away into the sunset <laughs> and they will continue to put that beautiful butter on the table. Mm-hmm. Um and. I, you know, have a mean maitre d'. I think that's possible. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's possible. Yeah, I mean, if if they can find a new oyster supplier, I think they can turn this thing around. Like, I just don't think it's actually as catastrophic as it sounds now. But I bet if you went to horses tonight, it's still doing business. Really, Chris? That's, Catas- that's all I'm catastrophic saying. Catastrophic of all of all the I'm adjectives. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Oopsie. No, I I agree with you. At, at first, I was kind of I was looking at it with with whatever. Black, whatever the opposite of rose-colored glasses are, I was just like, oh, this thing's done. Yeah, liquidation sale. You had your murdered-out tents. You had your murdered-out. Yeah, I was like, oh, there's that. no way you're going to recover from this. This is just like, you you cross the line, and now we're into like uh, bestiality snuff films, and like, the, yeah, how do you come back from that kind of thing? Well, we 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 are technically, but yeah, still, <laughs> still. But I think there is there is a chance. I mean, the only thing is just like, I I hope that. Um, you know, the, the, the truth does come out and nobody 
is getting uh, fucked out of something. Uh, I actually, I actually, I don't care about that at all. I just care about the kind of line cooks, the front of house staff, our friends and family that we mentioned on the show many times. They're going to be out of work in, unless they can recover from this, Jason. That's what I'm concerned about. Honestly, yeah, me too. You know, I'm not concerned about these big wig investors getting their money back. They all know you, you all. You're never. You know, you're never going to get your money back on a restaurant. It's going to take at least five years. You know, <laughs> so let's let's be real. But yeah, I mean, we've heard a lot. We've gotten a lot of text messages. I, I was getting phone calls. Mm-hmm. I got a phone call from someone yes, yesterday on tour who's never called me before. In the history of our relationship, I've never received a phone call. First from. first call. First call because they... they, they Pop the cherry. They're like, we got to call Chris. Chris is the guy to call in this, which is... is I, I like that feeling of obviously being needed and being considered to be an authority. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I don't. I didn't, I didn't realize we were so connected to this place that we've... But I guess we did talk about it a lot when we were kind of going through our trials and tribulations. Yeah, I mean, we have we have talked about it a lot, and I don't know how... I mean, I guess this is, this you know, like if something happened to Sweet Green or something like that, it would be the same kind of thing because we... I guess Horses has sort of been an unofficial character on the show, even though we don't know any of the owners or yeah. haven't really done anything there other than like make a reservation online and go eat there. <laughs> yeah, we don't, yeah, we don't, I mean, we don't like, <laughs> we're not, we don't, <laughs> yeah, we're not I mean. like particularly juiced in or anything like that. It's just a, a popular restaurant that's good. But there was one point, I guess, in this, in the Horses saga where like the fact that we could text someone and go there was truly a valuable asset. Like people were foaming at the yeah, mouth that's true. to eat at this restaurant in a way that, that was your NFT. Yeah, that was something I honestly I've never been a part of that before. Like I've never been. I mean, like I I don't. I just people the way people would like the thirst to go there was like I'll eat there at eleven o'clock on a Tuesday night. I don't give a fuck. I have to go. Yeah, which is obviously pathetic uh, for many reasons. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, here we are. But I I don't. Yeah, I mean, look. I, I don't think this is going to be as catastrophic as we thought, but I do think this might be the best gossip um, yeah. that has like kind of crossed over into multiple areas of my life, maybe ever. Yeah. Um, and it distracted. What What's really shocking is it was able to distract people from the Vanderpump Rules finale, which has been a hotly anticipated <laughs> reality television moment. So, I mean, the power of, of, of cats. That was merely a blip on the radar. Yeah, I just didn't. I I didn't know. I don't know. I, I did not know it was that. And, I mean, the, the same thing happened to me because I was in the middle of posting a photo of me at Magic City on Instagram, and then this comes out, and it's just like, <laughs> what do we do? All right, so we were trying. We were trying to get. We were trying to get Jason's photo at Magic City to five thousand likes, and then the, the fuck this. The cat strangler got in the fucking way and kind of <laughs> fucked up our our plan a little bit. But I don't. But I'll say this, if you're if you're traveling from Europe or abroad or maybe even beautiful New York City and you had a reservation at horses, hold the line. <laughs> you know, hold the line because somebody needs to report the the fact that no one has been like I went to horses last night is crazy to me. Mm. Like that's the fr- if I was in LA, we would have gone last night 100%. Yeah, something I, w- I was thinking about going yesterday, but then I was wondering if any if everyone's going to look at me like is this guy here to eat food or is this like some type of like satirical performance art that he's doing or is he you're too noticeable. IG live you're like, too wh- noticeable we'd have to send in we'd have to send in one of our ops yeah we <laughs> i am i guess I'm, yeah if you're if so I'm too close to this whole thing if you're listening if you're listening to how long gone on this beautiful friday um and you live in la uh go go into horses this weekend and and report from the ground because no one's done that yet and i don't understand why i don't understand why that hasn't happened that seems like the first thing someone would do maybe i'll go this weekend fuck it 
Who knows? I mean, you, yeah, pull up a seat at the bar. One, one last ride. One, I mean, one last gallop. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm not. Uh, I'm. It is. It has been. It, but it's been a lot. Like my wrists hurt yesterday from texting so much. Yeah, we when we were talking to some friends, they're they're like, "This is a switch to laptop." Yeah, texting yeah, yeah. Kind of. One of, one of them you was know, like, like, "Bro, I, I need the full. Yeah, I need the full qwerty." I had to pull over my car because I was getting so many text messages. <laughs> is is the best I've heard. Um, but it but it also it, it's it's created some some ripples and some aftershocks i saw a tweet from uh, a food food writer that i don't want to mention but they they wrote restaurants shouldn't be cool coolness isn't in a restaurant is a red flag and that that this situation has created yeah a reaction like that and i think that might be the the biggest casualty outside of or the nine live situation the biggest yeah you know casualty of 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 this whole situation is that people i don't know they're trying to get their revenge for yeah, yeah this you know it's, she, it's this per- to, to quote chris brown <laughs> i see you hating from outside <laughs> the club you can't get in no, kind of it, thing it's yeah, like revenge of the nerds grasping for anything yeah i mean this this person is a known dork and i think that 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 kind of tweet is 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 like I work somewhere prestigious and I should be able to go to any restaurant I want. And maybe, maybe that wasn't the case in this, in this <laughs> instance, but, it, but it, it is like, first of all, restaurants only should be cool. As soon as you start worrying about the food, it's not fun or cool. So you have to, you kind of have to, you kind of have to prioritize coolness. Yeah. I've always, I've always said that, but I think you, I mean, I don't think that's the issue here. It's not like, it's not like owning a cool restaurant makes you choke cats. That's two separate issues. <laughs> like, you know, you know what I mean? Like this re- that has nothing to do with anything. And, and I think that if restaurants aren't cool, then what are they is, is the real yeah. question, because that's something that I know we, we both strive to strive to, to see or, or attend at least, you know, and, and also certain people look at restaurants as like, this is a place that I go to eat a bunch of food and get full from the food. That's yummy. And then other people are like, wait, you go to Balthazar for the food? Like, you go to blah, blah, blah for the food? Like, Horses was one restaurant where the food actually was enjoyable, but, or or still is, but there's so there's a whole other world of restaurants out there where you don't necessarily go there because the food, and those are kind of, you know, those are problems that you have to work out on your own. That's not the restaurant's fault. Yeah, but these are the same kind of people that are like, I loved COVID because I got to spend so much time alone. I felt so much pressure to go out, and I'm an introvert. <laughs> it's the same kind of person. It's just like it's dorks. Like if you don't if you don't like going to cool restaurants, like what what is the? I mean, like most cool restaurants are also pretty edible. It's not like it, it, sure maybe you're not quote unquote going to Balthazar for the food, but you're also not mad when you leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what, you know what I mean? It's not like you're it's not like you're eating at a fucking gas station. Like it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's but going fine. to a restaurant and hearing. And seeing good-looking people and feeling the buzz of the room and feel the whole thing and the way it's lit—that's the whole point. So if you take that out of it, then I'll, I'll have to start cooking. Please don't make <laughs> me do that. Uh, yeah, a, a server or a bartender or a GM who who knows who you are and remembers your order and treats you like a special person and makes you feel good in exchange for your hard-earned money—that's literally the best experience of of dining. Period. If you you know, if if you care about only the food and not any else of you know anything else, then 
just it's called HelloFresh. Go check it out. Make whip it up a whip up yeah. a great healthy meal at home, and you don't have to see anyone. <laughs> if you don't like if you don't like restaurants because they're too overwhelming for you because they're cool and they intimidate you, <laughs> how long gone sixteen at checkout? HelloFresh will get you sorted. You can make that beautiful, delicious burger that Jason was talking about all at home. You don't have to meet a server. You don't have to talk to anyone. You don't have to feel less than. It's amazing. With HelloFresh, your ugly ass always can get a table. <laughs> how long gone? is brought to you by our dear friends at BetterHelp, Jason. BetterHelp. You know, the summer travel season is coming up. Luckily, my BetterHelp therapist also fancies themselves a bit of a travel agent. So for maybe the first half of our sweet sessions, we were spent off, obviously off clock going through, you know, hotels, ferries, <laughs> car rentals, restaurant recommendations. It's as if I have two wives. I have two wives inside of me. and uh, Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, so uh, it, it is a fun way to find and connect different therapists. You get one that you really like. You guys are gossiping. You guys are chit-chatting. You guys are talking about your personal interests. Next thing you know, it's time to actually do the work. So it feels good building those uh, mental health relationships with people you actually like. And on BetterHelp, there are so many different therapists to choose from i don't like anyone if you're thinking of starting <laughs> therapy give better help a try it's entirely online designed to be convenient flexible and suited to your schedule just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge get it off your chest with better help visit betterhelp.com slash how long today to get 10 percent off your first month that's better help h-e-l-p.com slash how long nice how Long Gone is brought to you by Nutrafol. As you know, you know, hair thinning is quite complicated. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health. Uh-oh. And internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and most importantly, grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker stronger hair go ahead give it a tug Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth suppy with over 1 million people seeking thicker stronger faster growing hair with considerably less shedding thank god take the first step <laughs> to visibly thicker healthier hair for a limited time Nutrafol is offering our listeners ten dollars off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code how long? All one word. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L. I got Raf on the nut. Dot com promo code how long. That's Nutrafol.com promo code how long. That take that take is truly diabolical, and I think that like it's um I think that's what yeah I mean mm -hmm. uh, I I don't know I, I I didn't know how to respond to that because you're right that's like such a symptom of bigger problems um but this is this is where we are you know this is where we are people are people are now saying things being cool are bad and could lead to yeah. sexual deviance but yeah I, th I think uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna wait and see what happens like I said I think there's there's a, a friend of ours who was telling us some info was saying like think of this as like succession and we just watched the first episode 
and and you got to remember that we're, the whole the whole thing is just about to unfold. We have it on good authority that this is merely the amuse bouche, <laughs> and there will be several courses. But also, when you know when the when the pilot episode is this good, you 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 know that the finale is going to be great. Uh, yeah, that's true. It's true. We're waiting with bated breath. Uh, if you need my HBO login, let me know. Um, and we do have some good news. Um, <laughs> good news coming from Down Under. Uh, the our, our our recently announced show in, in Melbourne, um, Australia, um, home of breakfast, uh, is um, <laughs> selling quite well, um, and uh, the tickets are moving very quickly. Uh, we talked to our agent this morning, uh, Sam Gans over there at High Road Touring. Let us know. So we urge you, um, all of you uh, Australians, to go get your tickets mm-hmm. um, because they're 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 gone. They're going to be gone soon. And we don't want you to be left out in the in the bush. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it's great news. We were we were definitely curious to see how things were going to move over there, and and so far so great. So thank you very much. Um, and like Chris said, try to snatch up some tickets sooner than later, even though the show's like basically Halloween, uh, and that's very far in advance. But you might have to go very far in advance. And then I would like to say also, I would quick quickly, I would like to say that if you if you do, it is a few days before Halloween. If you do come in costume, you will be refused entry. So let's just remind, <laughs> let's just, I don't know how you guys do Halloween. Oh, no. I don't know how you guys do Halloween down there, but just to be clear, um, that's kind of where we're at with it. So just want to put that out on notice. And there's no refunds, of course. No refunds. I think, yeah, no refunds. I think Halloween in Australia, you go kind of door to door with your bag open and then every house puts a small can of beer inside of it for <laughs> okay, your children. A small, a small kind of beach sized beer uh so it, it stays cold yeah. while the sun's beating down just a little beach and then the, it's up to the parents you know ration that out just one a night okay. after dinner we can't gorge yeah, on you it. can't eat you can't eat all four of the twix you can only have one that's crazy um we're gonna put on a second uh, also london um the first show is sold out we're gonna be doing the next night um and we'll have more info on that soon um, but London, we're doing a second show. It, uh, the first show sold out at the 100 Club August 4th. Mm-hmm. We'll be doing August 5th at the 100 Club. Those tickets are on. will be on sale very soon as well. Can't yeah. wait to come back to uh, our favorite city. I might be doing, uh, at some time around there in London too, might be doing a little DJ set. And then I think in, in Australia after our show another them jeans and DJ. also uh, yeah uh, the after party will be just as good and australians stop asking us about sydney obviously we'd like to come to sydney we did an exclusive with our friends for melbourne so that's it don't ask me anymore mm-hmm. obviously we would like to do that we might come there to get yeah. some arvo but that's it in the future we will go to sydney and do a show though but just not at this moment i don't yeah. know what the, yeah. the proximity radius clause is timing wise but it ain't this trip, sweetie. It ain't this trip, sweetie. We do have a guest today. Um, and we're back. We recorded 22 minutes with our guest, and she had a bad Wi-Fi connection in uh, on vacay, so we're going to have her back on uh, at a later date, unfortunately. But that just means you just get a solo episode it, now, guys. It's okay. I mean, you know. I don't want to. I mean, to overcome this. And get back into the zone. Well, don't worry. I have something important to talk about. Um, and it's, 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 you know, <laughs> I think you'll be happy about this. But people, um, okay. people, there, there was a car chase in Manhattan involving um, the, pop, the paparazzi. And um, you may know him as Harry, um, not Styles, the other British Harry. Mm-hmm. And then his, his beautiful... Um, gold digging wife Meghan Markle. Yeah, and you know people are really up in arms about this, and it's 
I, I was talking to someone last night and they pointed out that the speed limit in Manhattan and, and the traffic is there's no way there could be a chase here. It was more <laughs> of a crawl, you know? And I was like, damn, that's actually a great point. Like, obviously no one obeys the speed limit. It's 25 miles an hour in Manhattan, but <clears throat> you know, you can't really, you, you can't really go much faster. Than it's that imp- yeah. It's, a, it's pretty impossible to haul ass in Manhattan. Yeah. So I think that these, these two, unless you're on the West side highway. Oh, there we go. Spoken like a local, but these two are really, or unless you're in the Nike running club. Okay. Wow. Okay. Really, really pandering to me. Um, <laughs> but I think that, I, I think that the I, I think that people are um, you know at first people were symp- a few people were sympathetic and then I think it's turning on them and because I get all my news from the Daily Mail and they absolutely hate Harry and Meghan it's been really fun to watch. Are they insulting? Are they being derogatory towards him? Even though obviously paparazzi car chases must be a huge trigger for the the H man. I mean <laughs> the H man. On account of his mom dying that way, I think it. I think that's why it makes headlines is because his mom died that way. I mean, some. I'm. I'm usually not the conspiracy theorist on this show, but some think that might have been orchestrated, um, by by the by, the the royal family because she was stepping out, you know, and had 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 started her relationship with uh, Dodai Al Faid or whatever his name is. But Chris's third eye is open. Look, I'm just. Saying, that's when you know it's crazy. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, but I think that the idea of a high-speed chase to take pictures of those two is not realistic, not only because of the speed limit and the congestion, but also because um, they're so boring. And I feel like there's they, they get their picture taken all the time. I just don't think that – I don't find it plausible. I just don't believe it. Well, they're so boring, but they're so famous. You know, They're just like super-de-duper famous. You're, a, a, a member of the royalty is always going to cause no, no, a of crazy course. commotion of, like of that. Cor- of course, but I guess what I'm saying is that I think that the, the they're pretty readily available and get photographed often enough where it's not like mm-hmm. when Jack Nicholson... Jack Nicholson hasn't been seen in three years, and then his fat they roll his fat ass out <laughs> to the Laker game because people thought he was dead. You know what I mean? It's like they, they literally... They were literally like, we have to get a picture of this guy to prove to people that he's not dead because the you know the the obituary writers the new york times were firing up their quills so it's yeah you you could only claim hibernation for so long most most celebrities it's exhaustion for him it was hibernation like but i mean we have we need we need a proof of life or else we're gonna run with the obit we've seen we've seen multiple jewish delis (laughs) making large deliveries to this address over the last three years we know someone is in (laughs) we know somebody is in there we we know somebody's in there we need proof that we see a a pear-shaped shadow in the windows <laughs> Look, I know there's I've seen a shadow come out and smoke cigarettes at all hours of the day, but I can't get a lens on it. I just can't get a good view. Um Yeah, I I maybe so then do you think that this car chase was also orchestrated but orchestrated by Markle to get a little you know, just keep the fire burning because it looked like the the see the kind of the celebrity flame was going on. This is this is the TJ I know and love. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I think Markle called. I think Markle called her friends over there at at the at the all her paparazzi. She texts the paparazzi. They come. They chase. They the whole thing is orchestrated. And and I know that Hollywood is built on that. And I like that normally. Yeah. But Meghan Markle has given so so little to us in this country. I never watched Suits, so I, I don't know if you're a fan. <laughs> but her her output is is a USA program called Suits, and then marrying prince harry mm-hmm. and marrying prince harry doesn't do anything for me as an american he's not part of my royal family the royal family here obviously bill and hillary pussy must be gripping 
it must be, but also he's fully ruined his life for this chick. <laughs> and and she's she was a middling actress. So it's it's I I don't know. I just feel like the the her I feel like the hatred But his toward- life was already kind of over, right? But you're saying he could have he could have had his pick of the litter. No, perhaps. I don't even mean I don't I don't even mean for his I don't oh, even okay. I don't even mean for this little ginger freak. I mean I I don't even mean sexually. I mean like he's 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 no longer he's like been he's not part of his family anymore. Like he's he's out of the he's no longer a royal. Mm-hmm. Like he he like can you imagine that? Can you be in like he's been exonerated? He's been exonerated. This this chick. That was on a USA show is so bad that I'm willing to disown my entire royal family, all the money, all the prestige, the security guards, the the houses in the country, the the beautiful dogs, the corgis. You know what I mean? The whole thing. I'm willing to. I'm getting. I'm willing to rid myself of all of this <laughs> for a little mid pussy, and that's why men are weak, Jason. <laughs> that's why men. That's why men are weak. That's why women should run the world is because you watch a guy like this flush his life down the toilet for a nobody, and we we just we got to do better he just fell in love with santa barbara you know what santa i mean santa barbara is beautiful and i love look if, if tyler perry wanted me to hang out with him i probably would do it too but i just we got to think about the we got we got to think about the the we got to think about the future that, that's all I'm saying. what is what do you think his future is other than you know writing out his netflix contract and then doing nothing I, well i i think his i think it's uh podcasting probably <laughs> but how long uh, until he has a cooking show you know i mean god bless i'm crossing my fingers i would say two to five um depending on i mean british food isn't great um but i think that that he could still mm-hmm. kind of put a twist on it you know he's, he's kind of like a he's like a white the, the white john legend damn. in so many ways damn he kind of is. He may have been hoodwinked into something. He can't even tickle the keys, though. Yeah. I, I mean, he has to have some type of talent. Obviously, not anything compared to the likes of uh, of John Legend, you know, singing and, and pianoing and all that stuff. But Pianoing. I don't know. Maybe he's got a yo-yo <laughs> trick or something. Or, I, I don't know. What well, I think, that's the, I think that's the thing is that you don't have to develop any skills. Like, I really don't think you have to develop any skills. But... I, I think that you should as a man or as a royal uh both but definitely as a royal definitely as a royal mm-hmm. but it, this this actually reminds me of of something I, I at equinox say when I was thinking to myself when I was jogging on the on the treadmill um and thank you to Nike for sending over some new some new shoes I was really getting my time in yeah we love you guys I feel like you might not see this as much in LA because no one goes to college but here there's like a, a there's like a always a handful of guys that are wearing like esteemed university sports team shirts like sdsu field hockey or whatever you know what i mean like bowed in track and field you know what i mean like nyu volleyball (laughs) okay so they're wearing these shirts which signifies that they were at some point a pretty serious athlete maybe on scholarship to a college to play sports you know so it's like a or just or just a fan no, no, no. It's no. These guys were not fans because it's not sports you're a fan of. They're not. It's rarely football or basketball. It's always like lacrosse or like mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. something a little more esoteric. Yeah, exactly. Something a little more esoteric that you can't go pro in. And those are always the guys, Jason, at the gym that need to lose fifteen. <laughs> oh, really? And it and it makes me feel superior as a high school dropout. That it's like at one point you were peaking at 22 years old. You had a six pack. You were the lacrosse captain at an East Coast, you know, preppy institution. And now you work a job you hate. You need to lose 15, and you have an ugly water bottle. <laughs> and that makes me feel 
that makes me feel really good about myself. And I just thought about that today because I've noticed it so much as I've been back at the Knox. He also has two kids that he hates. Oh, 100% two kids that he hates. 100%. But I, I, I just, I find that to be, it's it's a certain kind of sport though. It's always. I, so so you're, it's, it sounds like the, the common factor here is it has to be a sport that you can't really go pro and make mo- a bunch of money in. Exactly. It's always, it's never a sport. It's, <laughs> it could be from track and field to weightlifting to lacrosse you know wrestling like not these are these are respected sports i respect all athletes of course as a member of the community but i'm saying that the the they're not a road to financial wealth (laughs) no they're not yeah the water polo team means that you were broad (laughs) and hot 10 years ago and that's about all it means well i I think i I think if, if that is the kind of uh the common denominator going on I, I think that means that you could because if if your sport is one that you can make a bunch of money in football, baseball, basketball, whatever, um, it's so rare to become professional because the the bar is set so high, the competition is so crazy. So yeah, it's not that weird to like get an injury and like not be not become uh, an NBA player. You know what I mean? Or just like, hey, I yeah. just am not as good as LeBron you know James. What? <laughs> And everyone's like, "Yeah, of course." You know what, bro? It's, it ain't gonna happen for you. <laughs> but but you can. There's a lot of excuses and reasons that are reasonable to not go all the way in those things, and then you kind of give up, and then you realize, you know, I have to start the second half of my life because I'm not going to be, you know, on the Seattle Seahawks or whatever. But with those other sports, you could be the best lacrosse player at fucking Duke or or. Well, whatever it is, you know, Old Miss, Old Navy, any of these great colleges, <laughs> and and you graduate, and you're like, I'm the fucking best. I have did, I did it. I did and it. You name it, I've done it. I'm goaded with the sauce, and then you get out there in the world, and they're like, cool. Yeah. You can't make any money doing that, by the way. So now you have to start your career at this point. You have to learn about hard work too late in life. And that's why you got 15 to lose. Yeah, the sports medicine degree isn't really paying off like you thought it would. Um, <laughs> but I, I, yeah, I mean, it's just a, it's true though. It might, it might stunt your growth. Um, but I, I did want to also discuss some breaking news. Um, and this is kind of some okay. media stuff. Uh, so, uh, you know, I don't mean to, you know, I like to talk about this stuff and this has nothing to do with Bon Appetit. I, I've heard a heard word from inside the building. Bon Appetit is, is still going on. Um, the rumors of its untimely death were false, but there's a new competition in the men's magazine space. And I, I think GQ Esquire monocle, fantastic man. They're shaking. Okay. Okay. <laughs> because, because not only not, I mean, Jason, I'm talking minutes ago, uh, former president of the United States, Donald Trump Jr. Oh, excuse me, I'm sorry. The son of the former president of the United States, Donald Trump Jr., um, <laughs> has announced that he's publishing a non-woke men's lifestyle magazine um, that you can subscribe to now. It's called Field Ethos. Field Ethos? Field Ethos. Uh, FE Journal Quarterly. Sounds like a jerky company. <laughs> And it's described on on the brand's website uh, as the premier lifestyle publication for the unapologetic man. Enjoy a mix of modern adventure, historical (laughs) context, and perspectives forged, forged through global travel while staying current with the latest products that elevate an unapologetic life. So pour a drink, sit back, and let Field Ethos Journal uh, create your own stories. And th- there is an option to subscribe, Jason. Mm-hmm. So I'm obviously going to subscribe you to this magazine. That's fine. Um, and uh, there's also a handful of uh, 
merchandise items under the gear tab, um, a wallet, uh, a kind of card holder, a a um, a, a, a <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> they have a they have a WWRKD bracelet, like a live strong bracelet, which is roof Koreans are often the last line of defense during times of heightened civil unrest when local police fire EMS and the National Guard have failed. The they are experts at the defense party. What? So, the, listen, the roof Korean the arsenal includes coolers of beer. So is this, is this is this Ruth Ruth Chris Korean barbecue? This is is that what I hear? I'm hearing roof Koreans. This is this is some fucking dog whistle shit. Because I listen to what roof R O O F like the roof of your home. Oh oh sorry sorry oh oh this must be um in relation to like the L A riots when like yes. Korean shop owners would go on the roof and shoot yeah. people that tried to steal their stuff. Yeah so because the arsenal of the roof Korean includes uh, coolers of beer, lawn chairs, an assortment of firearms, and ammunition, premium cigarettes, mixed CDs, headbands, and probably calculators. What? I feel like this is racist, but also like they're giving props. I don't understand. I don't understand. Because coolers of beer, lawn chairs, assortment of firearms, premium cigarettes, mixed CDs, and headbands. This is so weird. Are cool. And then calculators feels like a, a, a racist joke on the Korean people. Premium cigarettes too. That's weird. Um, yeah, this whole none of this. I, <laughs> it, it sounds like you know you know when like um, like racist Republican people. They're like, hey, this is my one black friend. This is my gay friend. They're very into having like the one yeah, yeah, person that yeah. shows that like, hey, I'm not like a full Nazi. I'm I'm only like 35% a Nazi kind of thing. I, I think this is a little bit of like, we're going to show some love to the Koreans, maybe because like we are basically North Koreans uh, or, or will be in a few years kind of thing. Uh, but I think the problem is they're like, hey, these guys are awesome because they devoted you know, three days of their life during uh, the, the the L.A. riots to protect their home and business by any means necessary. And they love the idea of that. But the problem is these people are not under any threat of, of anything, but they do, they want to live their entire life this way. They want to spend the rest of their days like they're under threat, like they're under threat, yeah. which is why they all have the citizen app and they have 11,000 security cameras and you know, their entire life is controlled by maybe one day you get to shoot a person of color and not get in trouble for it and not get in trouble for it. Yeah, that's the key. They also have a <clears throat> they have a, um, multiple collections uh, in the in the shop, Jason, and they the, the descriptions they have a <laughs> they have a domicile section. Which what? I would say that multiple I would say that a lot of people that are reading Field Ethos magazine <laughs> don't know what domicile means. Yeah. And listen to the description of the home. So it says <clears throat> you click on domicile, it takes you, it's it, then it, then they call it home goods, obviously. And then the description is goods for the home for those who will never step foot into a home goods store. We've got what you need right here. And it's Four different kinds of mugs and a, a mimosa set. <laughs> okay, because I need to find a, a place to buy a, a straight guy's mimosa set. <laughs> Dude, oh, this is so sick. All right, <laughs> they have it. They have a mug. They have a mug. A, a mug that costs. It's called the Everything Mug. It costs one hundred sixty-five dollars, <laughs> and 
It's described as everything about this mug's excessive, the quality, the weight, the size, and the price. But these are things you should know. A fuck ton of copper went into making this thing. Perfect for hot coffee. Perfect for cold cocktails. It can be used in a defensive or offensive encounter. A human skull will break. This mug will not. Your grandchildren will be drinking from it. Hand wash only, like all the fine things in life. Okay, so this is just um this reminds me um friend of the show, Carly Sorrentino. She's got the podcast about Sanctum. Yeah. Um un- Sanctum Unmasked, which is like an underground sex club that happened in LA and, and still is going on. But there's a there's a part where the origin of it is is just like, hey, eventually if you do anything cool, rich guys are gonna come. And you don't want them to be there, so you have to create these high dollar like fuck you items, where it's like, hey, if you want to come in, it's gonna cost you know you have to buy this pinky ring that costs a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. And if they say no, then you're like, okay, thank God that rich dick asshole is not here. And if they say yes, you just sold them a fucking fifty dollar ring for a hundred thousand dollars. So this like, feels it's worth like that. It. This feels and like that. <laughs> this is the same. This is the same exact thing because. Every there's going to be some person out there who's like, oh, like I'm making enough money, I can afford this item, or like their buddies will all chip in twenty bucks and get him this for his birthday, and he's gonna be like, oh my god, this is so sick. I have a coffee that you can drink hot coffee, uh, a mug that you can drink hot coffee out of. This is so dope. And then if a person of color ever enters my house and I don't have my gun on me, I can kill him with this and then claim self-defense. I just think that these, all of these kind of right-wing businesses that are popping up that are like, it's like they've, they've discovered what merch is that that's what it feels like. This feels like pure, this magazine, which is, has to be unreadable gobbledygook (laughs) is, is, is merely a vehicle to sell t-shirts kind of just like this podcast. And I'm getting scared that the 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 right wingers have kind of figured out the the playbook that like merch is well re- yeah they ha- they have and it's it's scary and and right wing people have been doing they've been doing this for, for the dawn for, you know since the dawn of time they've been fleecing um you know America's senior citizens out of <laughs> out of their mortgages and yeah. and things like that their pension for a long time <laughs> and now they're like okay we yeah getting getting them out of their pension everything. And, and for a long time that was fine, but now all those people have grown up and now we realize it's just it's just merch, you know, like Donald Trump doesn't care if he, he becomes president. He's just trying to make $35 million selling red hats that were made in China. And and this is this is all just the same thing. You can make a lot of money selling merch, man. You make a lot. I mean, I think that I think the Trump red hat probably really got them all cooking, you know, because it was like, yeah, no, I'm saying like if I'm buying this and all my friends are buying it, you know, one of the one of the smart ones at Buffalo Wild Wings after his fifth <laughs> high life is like, God damn it. I could do this. Yeah. No, I mean, one. well, I but because of that, I think we need a new special different word for this type of merch, because like if if it is like the only reason why people are buying it is so people will signal that you're you know you your political yeah, your affiliation you know you lean politically in one direction whereas before it's like hey i'm buying this skate company merch because i like their writers or i think that they have cool artwork and and this is this is something a little bit more powerful and people will buy it regardless of what it looks like or how cool it is or how well it's made just so they can walk around i mean it reminds me of like being in seventh grade and you show up with like an allison chains t-shirt at middle school and you're like okay 
let's see what happens with my new life as I join the <laughs> grunge community. You know, my it's sort life. of like. <laughs> but these are all people who are like 52 years old, and and they have that same thing of like, all right, I'm gonna buy the shirt that is, you know, this is the the first day of the rest of my life because I'm gonna go from being just a regular pussy to a pussy who has a t-shirt with a. Uh, like two old guns crisscrossed in front of an American flag <laughs> that only has some stars on it, not all fifty not, of them. Well, and it's like, oh, you're gonna you're gonna make a lot of enemies and you're gonna make a lot of brothers overnight. Well, by well this. said. So it's like well it's said. a powerful activated merch. Well said, brothers is right because I mean you know that that's that's how they think of each other. But yeah, I I just this this kind of stuff and the, the I feel like there's a new one every every week or something where it's like somebody is able to hit a lick. Like I bet that Don Jr. tweet about this magazine, it, I, I'm sure they've been selling merch all day at a crazy clip, you know, because they want to support. They don't even. They have no plans to ever make the magazine. This is all a merch. Plan. Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 about to order a copy of the magazine. Just obviously, I'm a print guy, you know. So, but but the other thing that this this is so focused <laughs> keep, on keep print alive over at Field Ethos is that they this is about big game hunting as well as we know that you know yeah. like killing zebras and stuff um which i i don't know i just don't <laughs> like that's such a funny thing to to rally around i i don't know like but i guess we've been talking about a guy killing cats for the last you know 30 minutes so i guess that we we love to debate these kind of important topics of, of animals getting killed. It's it's one of the it's very divisive. I mean, so the so the ethos that they're trying to field <laughs> uh, persuade or, or they're, they're they're trying to yeah they're trying to express this ethos of of what the of like living on the field is it like uh, we're going back to Red Dead Redemption kind of times? I think it's a little well. I think it's like I think it's. But I mean, field usually means like hunting. Yes, agreed. Like like agreed. field field and stream magazine. The stream is fishing, and the I mean, sorry, yeah, the stream is fishing, and the field has to be hunting. That's just how it goes. So, so you have you have the ethos of hunting mixed with roof. What was it called? Roof sitters roof koreans no the word is roof koreans yeah, roof sitters <laughs> okay roof koreans roof i mean it just sounds so roof chris to me i'm just keep saying roof chris in the fabulous voice but so a roof korean is a, a person who's hunting black people well that's not necessarily what they're saying that that's the whole thing is that <laughs> like what the, it's all so like thinly veiled it's just like the language these kind of things choose it's like i'm looking at a picture right now of like an every like a like a leather um catch-all that you would put on your like table inside your door to put your keys and stuff mm, yeah 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 of course it's got a, like a watch like a you know i don't know some sort of cheapest watch two knives a gun and a clip you know and then below it it says we focus on things that truly matter to us the places we go the people we meet the cultures we experience the adventures that that lie in wait for anyone willing to take a step into the unknown and the global successes of conservation that preserve all of these things for generations to come what does that mean 
Like, what on earth does that mean? <laughs> that means it just sounds. That means this this magazine is called Race War Quarterly. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, all no, that totally. means. The, no, totally. This magazine means like we like white boy stuff. We're gonna try to promote that white boy stuff to you. That that's what it means. We have to protect our values. It's just such a strange. It's such uh, a, by any means necessary. It's just it's just such a strange. All the wording is just so careful that I'm like you 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 give yourself away when the wording is that careful. You're not fooling anyone. This this is just like Maxim magazine for people who would get picked on by people who read Maxim magazine and now they have guns and are ready to shoot you if you pick on them. Yeah, exactly. It's it's just like you made fun of me. I'm a loser. My life sucks. I might as well like see what it's like to shoot somebody who makes fun of me <laughs> see what it's like what is it what do you think it's like and, what do you think it's my like dis- to shoot my someone? discord's gonna go <laughs> discord i'm gonna be goaded on my on my uh, so, secret service it's, discord it's so cool that these guys can hunt big game and like hit somebody hit hit a home invader over the head with a 165 dollar mug <laughs> and also be on discord like it's such a crazy combo now that, that these guys have to like it's such a fine line they have to walk because it's like you just have to find your people wherever they are i guess and if discord is where you can you know if discord is where they are you got to go find them it, it's it's a very wild twist that this is the the only thing that i like about like conservative republicans is is the fact that they're like let's just do it all in plain sight let's not hide anything let's let's have the dog whistle be loud as fuck just to see just out of sheer boredom and amusement because we can get them to do whatever and they and they just do it all and everyone's like this sounds great like hey do we have this magazine about preserving uh the environment and you know wildlife for generations to come and every single photo if you google any of the of their names it's just them you know next to endangered species whose life was just taken by their fucking 50 cal or something like that like and and they're like we we're all about preserving our our special land for the future generations our grandchildren but i do need to kill this zebra really quick and put it on my on my wall the the bios of the like the founders and like the the staff is so sick it's so sick i mean it's just like on the masthead the, yeah the mass said let's let's yeah let's use the proper term i apologize the <laughs> the we are relics old school adventurers who make no apologies for who we are we're men of global experience with the confidence to explore the uncharted places at first light we're masters of logistics by sundown we're whiskey fueled philosophers by campfire <laughs> dude that is so good <laughs> hold on jason hold on we contain multitude hold on jason because this sounds like this sounds like us a little bit we're gearheads too we like the best of everything if we can't wear it out or break it in then nobody can we're handy with guns knives tents backpacks boots <laughs> and everything in between we're constantly looking for the next piece of kit to enhance everyday life or make the next adventure a better experience. Have you ever heard next piece of kit before? Unless you're like a, a makeup artist, no. Same. But yeah, Same. I mean, I, I too am a master of backpacks. This is one of the coolest things I've ever it's, seen. It's too good. This is one of the coolest things I've ever seen. I mean, but like truly like what, just like how um, like so many other things were like, hey man, uh, Idiocracy was a documentary. It's actually crazier now than it was. They said it was going to be like, yeah. We don't. We don't deserve. We didn't. We didn't know what we had when we had Maxim Magazine and Entourage and all these things. Where it was like, the the people that 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 masthead is talking about. All those people exist in real life. We know a bunch of cool conservative people who are into all this stuff. 
they're not like evil bad racists, but they're into all those things that you said but they just don't talk about it don jr is out here don jr is out here doing the good work it's a hundred they have a hundred one thousand followers on instagram um i imagine those are you know bought some of some of bought <laughs> good i mean i'm guessing i don't like to speculate but <clears throat> this is something great that i discovered today and i'm I'm glad that we we're able to share a lot it. of protein there on that elk i just think elk that, I, I just think that the editor-in-chief says i'm i'm damn happy to be part of field ethos team because black rifle coffee wouldn't hire me there we go baby oh that's good stuff did it really say that yeah that's his quote that's the quote of the editor-in-chief on the like about page this this is kind of like um like parallel universe world versions of us in so many ways i mean we're media types right we love print yeah i mean it, it really is i feel like these are people that i would encounter somewhere but then i think that when you hunt this much you don't hang out with people that don't hunt oh yeah yeah one thousand percent if you're not in the community if you're not part of the community that's the binding that's the binding agent of these <laughs> of these friendships i want to ask you if you were you did you receive your new little purchase oh yeah my watch yeah i got it on right now my my perpetual role all right so i need to i need to juice up some perpetuality bust down jason purchased a watch um i'm very i'm pr even though i hate watches and think they're a waste of money i'm really proud of you <laughs> And Me too, for the record, but I may have been pressured. You bought it from our friend Dizza, who has a, a new company with some other friends called mm -hmm. Very Special. Yeah, Very Special on Instagram. I'm sure it was an amazing, seamless experience for you as a first-time <laughs> purchaser. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was actually very good when you when you order something from them. They like they go and they get it all professionally cleaned and serviced and ready to go. They set the date and time and and the calendar for what oh, nice. for what, you know, and in my time zone too. Like going the little extra mile. That's the special touch. That's the Dizza difference. So special touch. So I want to ask next day they do next day air shows up, boom. Well, if they if they were really about their money, Dizza would have flown it there himself, Delta One to protect it. But that's just <laughs> you know, whatever. Everybody cheaps out somewhere. So handcuff on the briefcase? Yeah, exactly. It's not that Jason's not doing that well. Uh how how mm -hmm. does it feel now as your first day out the feds as a watch guy because this is a new this is new territory for people you. people look at you differently i've noticed it was this is this is very akin to when i finally started wearing a helmet when i rode my bicycle and then women would look at me as if like oh he he cares about living huh oh okay they wouldn't look at you like look at this dork they would be like it's smart that he finally did this yeah like it's like i'm horny for the fact that he doesn't want to die okay and he's signaling that so have you worn it out in public yet or is it just has it been around the house kind of vibes yeah i've, I've worn i wore it to dinner and and I, I wore it on my dog walk today you know flash it around here and there but you know it's it's a it's a it's low key though it's not like some crazy thing but it's it's like a 1970 uh date just and it's uh it's a tropical dial the original dial was matte black and then it's kind of been browned in the sun for the last few decades or so and it's good it's not too big not too small me lucky for uh, for watch number one i can't wait to add it to the collection you know? <laughs> yeah okay if you start traveling mare style do you want to check out my watches they're a little different your watch roll don't start i can't wait you're gonna get <laughs> you're gonna get so many messages from fucking watch guys now and that's kind of why i was doing this to prank you um I but i'm i'm happy that you did yeah that. i mean hopefully now Bez bezel if you're listening the we can renegotiate my store credit up to a number that's more into my zone and then i'm willing to dance <laughs> yeah i i think that this is i think this is a new era for tj it starts with the bends it moves into the roly 
the the and I, I honestly I'm getting choked up because I'm so <laughs> proud. I, I'm so proud. I mean, it's it's all it's all thanks to to Carolyn, one thousand percent. Yeah, and me, but and yeah, you, yeah, yeah, and you I mean, as sure, well. we can we can you. we can split the credit. This is this is don't worry, I'm working that into my wedding speech. You guys are both you guys are both the angels in my <laughs> in my devilish year. No, but I I think that it, I'm I'm the devil, and then I have two angels on the shoulders. Wow, it's a so it's a whole this thing it's, itself. It's a whole different setup, but yeah, I think that I think this is good for you, and I think that one of us needs to wear a watch. I think it's cool, and it's not going to be me. Um, so I'm glad that you've kind of taken the lead on this. It's about time I signaled wealth for one for for the two of us for once, right? Exactly. I'm kind of tired of having to be the one that could get robbed just by walking outside. Mm-hmm. So now, hopefully, hopefully you're the guy they're going to stick up. And I'm not, and I'm tired of being the one where people look at me and say, "Will he rob me?" Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You look like a you look like a stone cold <laughs> killer. And I, I, I'm glad that you've kind of softened your look with this Rolex. No, but not a stone cold. I'm a, I'm a stone cold shoplifter more so. We know that, but I I, I think that the watch um, will look great at horses tonight. <laughs> yeah, I was able to se- secure a five fifteen. <laughs> Actually, let's do a live resi check right now at horses. Let's do a live okay. resi check before we lo- before we log off. Right now. Let's do it because it- I'm starting to wonder what those sweetbreads were made out of now. Resi horses. Let's see. Reserve I bet it's table. Booming. I bet it's booming. I bet it's booming. Today at there are no tables available today from four thirty to eight thirty. Let me see here. Okay. I've got a ten. I've got a ten p.m. tonight. It's the last one. Ten p.m. tonight. Two ten p.m. tonight. This goes. This plays into our theory that we discussed earlier that this won't affect the bottom line. Uh, and and maybe these are who knows. I mean, these could be European tourists have had these reservations for six months. To, to more to your point that you're saying right now, uh, the next available date that the a reservation is uh is next Friday the twenty sixth. Either they're closed, either they're closed, which I don't think they are, or they're booked up. And I think maybe this has gotten people this has been a, a whole new layer of press. Yeah. I mean that we that they weren't expecting. People want to rubberneck uh and and be in a uh, just be in a small room where the energy feels insane. You know, it's just like driving by a fucking helicopter accident or a plane crash. You're like, this is fucking crazy. No, you're right. Yeah. And it must be crazy to sit inside of horses right now. Just the energy in the room must be thick. I mean, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, the, the energy is. Thick. I mean, that room must be purring. You know what I mean? Oh, I love when the I love when the engine starts purring at horses. All right, how long gone? <laughs> My God, uh, thank you guys for listening. And um, if you're, it, we we tried to cover horse. I've never the roller coaster. I've never gotten a request for more discussion than about horses. I really haven't in the history of this podcast. I've never. So I, I hope we delivered on the promise. And um, I'll be eating there as soon as I get back to LA to check the scene. Jason, hopefully, you can get on the ground floor. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening, and we will be we'll be back uh, next week with with more guests. Hope everyone has a, a happy Catter Day, and we will see you guys on Monday. <laughs> not not Catter Day. But-